Yes, shut up, Wesley. That is courtesy of the Tribble Maker on YouTube. I had to play that. No choice for tonight. And we're going to do another Shut Up Wesley. This time we're going to do, or Why Do We Hate Wesley Crusher, a reading of my most popular article. So here we are. We've come to my most popular one so far, my most popular Substack. I've been getting emails uh, and messages, friends were saying, about recording the articles in audio form. For, for more accessibility for the disabled, for just uh, for those who prefer to listen to them on a commute or in the shower or on a walk, a jog. Do people still use uh, iPods and Walkmans? Walkmans, I'm really going back when they jog. But they certainly listen to things. And why not the Sci-Fi Guy podcast? So here we go. Uh, this is the first one. I picked the most read article to date. Okay, so we'll listen and enjoy on why we hate Wesley Crusher. For Star Trek The Next Gen fans, there's hate for Will Wheaton's brainy character, or is the hate for Wheaton himself? Shut up, Wesley. Captain Picard to Wesley Crusher in the episode Data Lore. And so the dark legend is born and spreads throughout Star Trek fandom. Shut up, Wesley. How did a simple phrase become so toxic? Let's deep dive and get ourselves as wet as Wesley got after falling into the river in the next-gen pilot. Data lore. The Next Generation episode to claim birthplace to shut up Wesley is a first-season data-centric episode entitled Data Lore. We meet Data's evil android brother Lore, whom Dr. Soong, their creator, the roboticist scientist father of the two, created first. In his plan to wreck Havoc on Enterprise and replace Data. Lore insists that Data was created first, but being found flawed, was replaced by Soong, who crafted the more advanced lore. The scene which we see Picard utter the charge phrase goes thusly. Interior bridge, Data exits. Unbeknownst to the crew, it's actually lore. Only Wesley suspects it's really lore and that he's done skullduggery to Data. It's upset Wesley. Fired him up. He tries to appeal to his captain, Wesley. Sir, I know this may finish me as an acting ensign, but shut up, Wesley. Lieutenant, pick a good security team. Let me know what he does. Tasha Yar, aye, sir. Beverly Crusher, shut up, Wesley. Picard, doctor. Wesley, and since I'm finished here, sir, may I point out that? Beverly Crusher, shut up, Wesley. Wesley. That everything I have said would have been listened to if it had come from an adult officer. Request permission to return to my quarters, sir. Picard. Agreed. Doctor, go with him. Beverly Crusher. You're putting me off the bridge? Picard. I'm asking that you keep an eye on your son during all of this, doctor. So many forget it's not only Picard who orders Wesley to shut up. His own mom, Dr. Crusher, Gates McFadden, also chimes in and joins the fun. But is, it, but is it so bad? Is it worth banning people who have fun with it? What strikes me as a defense of the whole affair is Wesley clearly pointing out 
If he was an adult, he wouldn't be treated so harshly. If anything, the scene acts as a badge of honor for both Wesley and Wheaton. It's pointing out the unfair treatment of Wes. He stands up for himself. Wheaton acts the moment wonderfully. It should be lauded by all. In tribute to the great John Belushi, though, but no! Wheaton and Wesley Woes. The phrase has taken on a dual meaning. It's both stern admonishment from a superior and a rallying cry for those who dislike Mr. Crusher. Or, as can be argued, it's become an insult spear for Will Wheaton haters. The phrase has become so controversial for fandom and so emotionally laden for Wheaton, who fleshed out Wesley, that to use it publicly basically defines which team you're playing on. I take a more decidedly measured, sober approach to the mind-blowing matter. Wheaton's an actor who was fortunate enough to score a major role in one of the most profitable and influential franchises of all time. He got paid well for it. That fans now select one phrase, and many are probably not even Wes haters, to celebrate one moment from one episode strikes me as playful or even cool. To have the pop culture cred that Wheaton does is not common. For Wheaton to literally block anyone on his social media, whoever utters it in his presence, is curious at best and astounding in the worst. You're an actor. It was a scene from a fictional TV show. Lighten up, dude. Did Clara Peller curse anyone who said, where's the beef to her? I don't ever recall Robin Williams throwing a tantrum if a fan said nanu nanu to him, his mork from orc phrase. If you were to go up and scream, I am Iron Man or Avengers Assemble to Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo or Chris Hemsworth, would they throw down? Doubt it. Sure, those catchphrases aren't a verbal penalty tossed off from a fictional superior. However, those actors may tire of hearing them so often. If you say, don't worry, be happy, to singer Bobby McFerrin, I'm thinking he wouldn't punch you out. He'd probably be, well, happy about it. Will Wheaton lays down his no-fun law. What's Will, what we, what's Will Wheaton got to do with all of this animosity? Plenty. Instead of rolling with the public punches, instead of simply laughing off the phrase when he heard it or saw it posted, he decides to throw a fit of anger. This encourages the more merciless amongst us. To not have fun with a fictional phrase levied at a fictional character which made his career and supported him for years, and label it so toxic and so off-limits, to him anyway, the more mischievous among the fan base become more motivated and encouraged to use the magic words. Wheaton bitches about his character being ill-treated in Star Trek Next Generation. Wesley wasn't written properly. He wasn't handled in the right light. He was too smart for his own good, blah, blah. All things the fans are more than aware of. Yet, isn't it how someone deals with those facts which makes all the difference in the end? Counselor Troy is empathic and slightly superior, even snobby-seeming at times. Picard comes across as fatherly and stern. Jordy is super efficient, yet romantically lonely. And Riker is, well, I don't know what the hell Riker is, to be honest, but you get my focus. Wesley Crusher was conceived of as a brilliant, a boy with a genius-level IQ. To simply abandon that at some point would be unrealistic and defeatist. Sure, Wesley could have been made to be more of a regular guy. Though in the episode The First Duty, we do get a nice version of such a dynamic. Wesley is humanized in a believable and sympathetic, sympathetic manner. Ultimately, Star Trek The Next Generation, as well as with 
Any well-produced TV show boasts characters with traits, arcs, and easily defined personalities. Like Riker's inability to assume a command of his own? Does that make Will Riker a shit-ass? Arguable. However, as Jonathan Frakes has never made that a point of contention in real life, it's not all obsessed over. Fans are aware of it, but don't make a big deal. With Wheaton, his continued inability to have fun with one line from one episode tells us his sense of humor with this aspect of the character's history is so fraught with oversensitivity, we've no recourse but to say, when he complains, shut up, Wesley. Now, to say that people are hateful of you know, Will of Will Wheaton because of Wesley Crusher or because of that one, that one small moment in data lore. Though again, people forget that the mom, Dr. Crusher also said, shut up, Wesley. It just wasn't Picard. And, it, you know, and it wasn't sort of a, a sort of off the cuff or off, you know, um, off the fly there that, you know, it was his mom also saying as well. You know, the, the, the bottom line is that I think Wheaton should really make peace with it. You know, I don't know what his current status is because I know for years it was if you say it to him on social media, whatever, he blocks you. I guess if you say it to him at a convention, maybe he tries to throw you out, gets the Klingon security guys. You know, I'm not sure. But, you know, the, the guy should just lighten up. You know, I, I've always loved his performances and everything and everything he's ever done. Stand by me. And of course, as Wesley. So um, I just wish he could, uh, you know, get a better sense of humor. And have more fun with it. All right, guys, this is the first of me reading an article. I, I'm going to pick the you know the most popular and the, um, my favorites. And I hope you enjoyed. Live long and prosper. And we'll see you soon.